it's all right. We always get caught mid conversation. It's nothing. We do. That's what makes us us. Oops. <laughs> See, because we're live. We are live. Yay! Hi, everybody. Welcome to Queers and Soaps. It feels weird to be doing this because we did all those special Halloween things. I know we don't have anything Halloween related, so it's so weird. You guys were on a roller coaster last week. It seemed like it was like bam. Tommy bam. has me on a roller coaster all my life. He says I'm the one that puts him on a roller coaster. <laughs> no, that's the other way around. I'm just production. <laughs> that's funny. So tonight we're kind of getting back to our basics, daytime with a primetime twist. Um, mm -hmm. We're talking about Days of Our Lives' first primetime special, One Stormy Night. The movie aired, event. What? A movie event, according as to call it, event. as they <laughs> called it. Still 47 minutes, but okay. <laughs> longer than a regular, like maybe five minutes longer than a regular episode. Oh. <laughs> uh, but you're about to tell us when it aired uh, January 10th 1992 I forgot the year right before the <laughs> daytime Emmys premiered I read right no that's what they so said they, you, didn't they say that leading up to it yeah the yep, like they, Next they played it before the daytime Emmys that year no it said the soap opera awards or it wasn't Soap Opera Digest. It was Soap Opera Something Awards. It wasn't Emmys. I, I, it was at the end credits. I call foul. Is You're going to have to check that. <laughs> it was before some award show. That's true. Where Crystal Chappelle better have won everything she was nominated for. I'm just saying. Okay. Let's roll the credits so that <laughs> I can uh, start pouring out the love I have for Crystal Chappelle. That's the way. All right, so just to start you this me off mid sentence. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm not excited to talk about Crystal Chappelle. I was going to say this is going to be Crystal Chappelle Love Fest, and you cut me off. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about Crystal Chappelle. All Watching right, this so... just made me realize how much I do love her. I got me a little Carly and Bo, which is what my heart needed. Lynn and I had texted about this when I first asked him if he wanted to come on. And you had mentioned you remembered Robert Kelko Kelly as Bo. So you've seen Crystal play Carly? Correct. <laughs> yes. I didn't realize Did you watch her? I didn't realize Peter Raquel was on there when she was on there. Oh, okay. Did you watch her when she was on Guiding Light? I did. Okay. So you're familiar like, with her? <laughs> yes, definitely. Like, you know, I think she came on Guiding Light, like, late 90s and into mid-2000. And then didn't she come back? Uh, she was gone for a little bit, I feel like. And then she was back there all the way through the end, if I remember correctly. I'm I think she sure was there about 10 years. Yeah. Okay. Maybe she was there the whole time when she started. I can't remember. Maybe she had a maternity leave at some point. She could have. She could have. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. All I can say is when, you know, after she left Days, I had prayed and prayed and prayed to the soap lords that one day my Carly Manning would return to Days, and she finally did. That was the best years of my life. 
So <laughs> days, this, live days. <laughs> so when this aired in '92, Aaron, do you think you watched it live or? Oh, I'm sure I'm. I'm sure I did. My mom, we're big days fans, so I know. I'm sure we watched it. Okay. I I vaguely I think I remember parts of it. Okay. Do you, um, okay, so you guys remember the opening um, credits drama for Beyond Salem? Mm-hmm. Do you think there was kind of like a, a disgust for the credits not being the hourglass? Oh, you know people were, you know people were. They kids. just couldn't vocalize it because there was no social media. It could be, <laughs> but it seemed like their outros and intros, they always showed that hourglass. So they mm-hmm. had it at some point on there. Yeah. It was just so weird to see Alice and Tom in the credits. Because while you, I watched... Do you have any memory of Tom ever being on the show? I don't. Like, I know I watched <laughs> part of it when he was on there because I re- watched Carly being buried alive. So I know mm-hmm. I was watching when he was on there. But I just don't remember he, you know, remember him. As like a friend, well, he died. He died in early '94, so yeah. And I think at that point, his screen time was very limited. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That's if um, I'm recalling correctly, that sounds right. Yes. Now I remember Mrs. Horton because I cried at her funeral, like <laughs> like she was a real. Well, she was a real person, but you know what I mean. Oh, that woman! They had her doing things well into her nineties. Mm-hmm. I remember the Princess Jenna story. They had her jumping off of a plane into a raft. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, she was involved until the very end. Get that stunt double in there for those scenes. So, before we get into the main plot and the Crystal Chappelle love fest starts, let's talk about the other storylines that were going on. Can we skip Jack um, and Jennifer? Because ugh, I did not realize I disliked them as much as I do. They were a big part of that episode, it seemed like. I know. <laughs> I, I thought Jack was entertaining in that. I, oh, I didn't he was find super, it He was super cute. Okay. I wish they would have made him gay. He looked like he would be perfectly to play a gay guy. They should have. They should have. It would have been better. See, I like this era of Jack and Jennifer because I feel like they had serious moments but they were more like they they had a lot of comic relief goofy moments Definitely. and they played off mm-hmm. each other very well and I feel like since Jennifer came back in 2000 and then Jack came a few months later and every return since they just haven't had that spark that they had from like 1987 to 93 mm-hmm. right. it just hasn't been the same and that could be like they when when he started playing Jack, he was like the third iteration of Jack, and finally they got one that stuck and took. And there was chemistry between those two. And I mean, Days had super couple after super couple on there, and I'm gonna throw them in that bucket where people were naming them off, and everybody could name Jack and Jennifer. I mean, so I could see why. Well, I'm saying '87 to '93, but Jack and Jennifer really didn't get started until around '89. Because yeah. he was married to Kayla, and you know they had the whole marital rape storyline that yep. people try to forget because they kind of redeemed Jack. Um, it, it's it's just very icky that they do that in soaps that they make the rapist the the hero. But 
What are you I'm trying to think. If, I'm trying to think at the time if NBC had a game show something like that, and they could borrow the sets because it's like they threw out some money to put that together for that portion of the show. Okay, I was so the same thing. I was like, I wonder if this is just behind the scenes at days, and they just turned it into like a little. I'm not. Sure. I was thinking that too. I was like, I wonder if those are just like the dressing rooms at Burbank Studios, and they're just right. like running down the hall. <laughs> yeah, the hallway shots and stuff like that. You could pretty much bet on that. But they they maybe had to build some of that stuff and bring it in. But it was, it was impressive I, again. Not to get on the main days, but I've noticed recently sets have been like a little few extra sets. I don't know if oh, anyone yeah. else is noticing that. Mm -hmm. I'll be like. Ooh, we have a hallway set. There's <laughs> Ooh, a hallway set? <laughs> like, what? Um, We've been, been deprived for so long that something a small simple the hallway, as a hallway like, set. <laughs> like they're in the Demerit Crypt right now too, and I'm like, I texted Tommy. He's like, Oh my gosh, we're in the crypt. <laughs> and we saw Daphne's name. Like, ooh. Um, Lynn, were you watching when they had Salem Place, that outside mall on the show? I don't think I was. I miss Salem okay. Place. I loved Salem Place. So that was basically just the parking lot of Burbank Studios, as far as I know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Sounds like just, what like, General Hospital does a lot, too, and they use that parking lot space. But I feel like Bold and Beautiful does that, too, sometimes. I think you're right. Um, and the house on both, not to go too off topic, but the Forrester house, isn't that like Brad Bell's actual home? I'm not certain, but I have a feeling, yes. I feel like I've read something like that as well. Like the exteriors are at least? Exactly. They did the I'm same thing that. on Knott's Landing and David Jacobs, the crater, used that and that was the Sumner Ranch. So there's several of these shows that find that budget money to do what they've got to film. Okay. But, okay, so back to this one storm night. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys know that the blonde girl was going to be Carrie Brady? No, I did not. I, and I was very shocked. Uh, I was very too. shocked. But I remember, go. I think I looked it up because I was. I couldn't wait to find out. I was like, what if they don't tell me who she is during this episode? So I Googled, <laughs> I Googled it. I was like, Carrie, what? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot she was, like, they did a recast for a moment. Mm -hmm. So I think the story that I know is that, um, who's the actress that played Carrie? Um, Chris, the Christy Christine. Clark. Yeah. Yeah. That she had just a very young look to her, so they wanted to kind of make Carrie more mature, so they recasted. But this one barely made it a year. I think she was like a month shy of making it a year, and they brought. I think you're right. But, yeah, and that's when the whole Austin and Carrie romance started. But, when she called John Dad, I was like, "Oh wait, she." I thought Rome. I was getting my timelines crossed. Okay, so yes. So now that you mentioned that, I want to talk about the whole Isabella John thing. Because now, see, I don't remember Isabella at all. Okay, so I, I can tell you what was going on on the show at this time and why I'm a little confused at the casting for this primetime special. Right. <laughs> so Deirdre Hall had returned to the show after like a four or five year absence mm -hmm. in August of 91. So she had been back for five months at this point. Why would you not put Deirdre Hall in your primetime special? 
That does seem odd. I was wondering if Marlena was back then because I was kind of gray on it because I know she was off doing Our House for two years on NBC. And then I think she just had kind of a dry period and days pulled her back. Yeah. Hmm. But you know what I think the thing was when I think about that now? When they got Deirdre back, I think originally they were only going to get her for six months. And then they were going to wrap everything up. So that was kind of around that time. And they maybe weren't 100% sure but they wrote an outline for this nighttime show. If I had to guess, that's probably what happened, and that's where that faux pas happened, if you will. There were also rumors, I think, around this time that they were going to spin her off into Manhattan Nights or Manhattan Days. I remember mm, some that. movie they were kind of developing that at the time before it kind of flopped. Um, but was John John at this point? I can't remember them ever so, saying Okay, so Deirdre Hall, Deirdre Hall returned in August of 91. And then I think um, Roman, the real Roman, returned in September or October of 91. So he's back also. So why so this is, is Harry they... calling John dad? I'm thinking because he's the one that raised right. her. And that's... Okay. So maybe, uh, or maybe she doesn't know. I Because... Like it I does said, confusing. Part of ninety two, I don't really know so well. She may not even know that Marlene is back. See, I was so young, I wouldn't have comprehended it anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but something I did notice: um, Isabella is pregnant, so that's Brady in her tummy. <laughs> and now he's older than both of us, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like seven at the time, and he's like 50 now. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, every time I watch the older episodes, it makes me think of that stuff. I'm like, oh, now he's dating Kristen, has a baby with Kristen. I'm curious to know if um, John and Isabella had a strong following, like John and Marlena. They did. I've wondered if that's why we... Like Isabella's never come back to life. It's because they know the only person that could come between John and Marlena would be Isabella. It seems like whoever they paired John with, again, he'd do very popular days. Just whoever they threw together, it was popular. It was kind of magic. Through the 80s into the early 90s, you know, into the early 2000s, they were really good with that. And they, when Deirdre Hall left. I'm trying to remember if it was shortly after that that they got Jeannie Francis on there and they put Jeannie mm-hmm. together with Drake and um, they were together for quite a while. And I think Jeannie maybe went over to All My Children and they pretty much killed her character off All My Children because they wanted to get her back on General Hospital. So this Isabella, I see from looking at records on IMDb, she was on there for at least like four years or so. Yeah, she so, was on there for a good amount. Yeah. Because she was there mm-hmm. for the cru- uh, the cruise of cruise of deception, deception, which is I think when they first started to get together, because it was her father who. Because she, uh, that's when they still thought John was Roman, though. Yes, well, it's so weird to watch older episodes in this and when they Roman. call him Roman. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I saw that, I like looked at my grandmother. I was like, "Why are they calling him Roman?" And she's like, "Don't ask." <laughs> <laughs> I love how like we 
we're taught just to accept these things. Like, okay. <laughs> well, I probably watched it like after the possession, so I didn't even know that like John was a priest. So when they mentioned it casually one day, I was like, John was a priest? And she's like, mm. <laughs> just for a little bit. <laughs> just for a minute. <laughs> oh, it's but a, like even no one knows John's John. Marlena and Roman fans that like are so against Sean and Marlena to this day. I've seen it on Twitter. See, I don't I I wasn't old enough to or I never seen John or good lord. Today has been a Monday. Uh Roman <laughs> and Marlena. Like when they brought him back as Alex North for that, you know, very awful storyline. Um I was just like I didn't feel chemistry between them. Again, maybe it was like the Jack and Jennifer thing. Maybe the, just the spark was gone. Yeah, it was super popular in the 80s, and then he left. And, you know, when they got Deirdre back, then they decided to bring Wayne Northrup back and just blow that all up. And I think it brought the eyeballs, you know what I mean? It, if you're a long-term fan, and I think you probably really enjoyed that. It wouldn't have mattered versus if you came in and you're seeing him the first time and they're trying to figure out who's Roman, you're probably just like, yeah, okay. That's why if anyone's like, Marlena cheated on Roman, I'm like, yeah, but I mean, she thought that was a Roman for years. Yeah, right. You know, like that's the one time where you kind of can't get mad at someone, for, I guess, for cheating because you're like, this man was her husband for a few years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then they yeah. found out the Steph- Stefano de Mera. Yeah. And that was a struggle for a while with uh, Roman having to deal with the fact that his kids thought of John as their father because they were still mm-hmm. running to John a lot, of, except for Sammy. Sammy was always like, you cheated on my father. Like that was like always her like daddy's girl. 20 years later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the extra grind on that one. I feel like she's gotten better. I mean, she did name her son Johnny, so <laughs> they have moments where Sammy's just very complicated. <laughs> considering how popular, considering how popular John slash Roman was at the time, I'm surprised he wasn't featured. A little bit more. I mean, they kind of had him out throwing sandbags around, and that was it. And I was like, hmm, okay. This did pack in a lot of action. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you it's, didn't watch the show, you couldn't just jump in there. I mean, I have a basic knowledge of days, so that's right. why it makes sense for me. But It was faster was- paced than a daytime episode, but I feel like it was slow pace for a primetime episode. I think if... You consider this was Days' first foray of putting a primetime show, soap opera, on. And if they were getting new eyeballs, that show was really... The editing I was not a fan of because it was really jumping all over the place. All of a sudden you had Jack and Jennifer playing the game. Now we're seeing Bo and John throw some sandbags down. Now we're cutting to Alice talking to her husband. Now we're going back and we're seeing John get hit with a sandbag. Now we're going back to Jack singing him like... When they cut Jack off singing mid-song, I was like, I do not like this editing. Just stay a little <laughs> more focused. Yeah. My feelings towards Lawrence kind of changed, though, with this episode. I was kind of just like... Let's okay. talk about Lawrence. I was like, Carly and Lawrence? Okay. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I could see them together. 
because they were kind of like they look kind of they look good together. It's always kind of boggled my mind that they have fans because they got together so quick and then they were written off the shop. Yeah. But I guess there was always this underlying current because they well, had a past together. I was say, they had some kind of past that even we didn't know about. Yeah. As the viewers. My issue with this is they show this flashback of them from 1983, which obviously was just pre-filmed. Right. Um, but two years prior to this, he accidentally rapes Jennifer. Because oh, I forgot that about Ellen that. Hmm. Like, you know what she looks like. <laughs> like, how do you confuse the blonde and the brunette? Yeah, that is really strange. I don't like him no more now. <laughs> uh, because I reminded you he's a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, days, oh. Which is, I love this, this show. Was a, this was a couple of months before Vivian came on. I think she came on in March. Yeah, I think you're right. Because she was always like leaving and going back to Santa Barbara. Right. Oh, Vivian. My other <laughs> love. But I, I get it. I know what you're saying because I was kind of like, oh, okay, they have chemistry. I could see why they're married in real life. <laughs> but do you think do you think they knew that um Peter Recco was leaving and so they were trying to throw um Kristen Chappelle and Michael Sabatino together? Maybe. Were they were they a real life couple at that time too? They got married in '97, so I don't know if they okay. were just starting to date at that point in time or what the story was. I'm not sure. They may have been toying maybe like a, a on screen chem test to see if the fans liked it, right? Um, because she did see when she was making love to Bo, it did kind of seem like her mind was a little bit elsewhere at first, like she was thinking about Lawrence. Right. Well, like you said it was edited so weird. Like, was she thinking about Lawrence, or were we just showing Lawrence thinking about her? <laughs> they had the flower tie in there. They had the flower tie in there that he gave her back in '83 or whatever. And then he, you know, in today's time, he tucks it into her bag before she leaves him at the cottage or whatever. So it was it was kind of interesting to see there was there was something that they were going on that they used that so much for the trailer that they promoted the show with that they were trying to pull the audience into that. I, do I thought he was going to force himself on her the way the trailer made it sound. Like he would never yeah. let her go. I was right. like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I, I just loved how Crystal Chappelle was front and center for this episode. It was like her episode. She was good. She held her own quite well in that episode, considering she's playing with leading men of daytime, which really kind of was a big focus of John and the audience. She's definitely, she was good. She was very good for days, considering they had lost hope a while ago and stuff like that. And I don't think Billy was maybe on there yet, too. And No, Billy came in 93. Yeah. So, you know, they were just getting Deirdre back. I think Crystal Chappelle saved Dave What I think is interesting about Crystal Chappelle is she was only on days for, what, three years? Yes. Look at the lasting impact that woman made. Exactly. In three years. Like, how many other characters from Days can you think of that were on three years, but you still daily thought about them and wanted them back? Yep. And finally, in 2011 or 12, you got your wish. How long did she come back for when she did return? Do you remember? I think it was two years. Two years. Okay. But I think there was some behind-the-scenes stuff that... 
my, you know. There were rumors of her kind of being bullied a little bit. Yeah. Really I mean, actress. We won't um, speak no names, but. <laughs> um, I mean, I would love it if she would come back now since that actress is no longer with us. Me, oh, me too. I'm like, bring on Carly. Come on, Carly. Come back. <laughs> but she kills, I don't know if you know this, she killed Lawrence when she came back. I didn't realize that. I remember so they her face come back she, and she literally one scene, she just like stabbed him. Yeah, wow. You heard him like fighting and then you see a knife go into the st- stomach or some area and then her face is just, you're like, never been so happy for someone to be stabbed. He's like good they, at playing a bad guy. I like he him. Is. I loved him on Passions. You're going to love them even more once you get further down the Nuts Landing yeah, rabbit hole, too. I saw he was on that. <laughs> so is Vivian. She plays his, like, boss for a couple of episodes. That's right. Yep. Boss slash lover, which is weird because she plays his aunt on D's, but... <laughs> What's also interesting Crystal Chappelle. I can make everything interesting about hers. She, she was, what, on... Like, she'd only been on there... A, not even a year at the time they made One Stormy Night. Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, a little over a year. So, and look, she got the main focus. They that, must that have shows how big so her, her character of Carly Manning was such, a, like, I think, breath of fresh air for days. I haven't seen all of this, but just from what I know, they must have had her on at least three or four times a week. Because wow, I believe it. She basically became the new super couple at the time with Bo because Hope mm-hmm. had was dead. Um, she was married to Victor at some point. I remember that. Well, not remember, uh, but I know it happened. When we find out married? that she's royalty and that Frankie Brady is her biological brother. When was she buried alive? Did that happen before this? That was in '93. Kind of sort of after this special, okay? I remember having a friend who was really into Days, and she was very excitable about that. And so I, I do remember watching some of the clips, but I'm just gray on the timeline. My only There's actually another primetime time special after this, before Buried Alive. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. The only critique about the Buried Alive thing was when she came out, how long was she on before she left after she was Buried Alive? She was still there for a little while. Like four months. Okay, I was in school by that time. Like, mm-hmm. had to go to kindergarten uh, <laughs> to watch the stories. Um, but I know for that a few episodes, <laughs> it was like A, B, Carly Chappelle, why am I not, or Crystal Chappelle, why am I not at home? Uh, funny. Um, but as I got older and would think about it, like, she, she came out of that coffin. I think I'd be traumatized. But she just kind of came out like, oh, yeah, yeah. And what about her business? So I wish they would have explored that a little bit. They kind of did later on, I think, when she came back. But So, Aaron, do you think you were a huge fan of hers right away when you saw her first run in the early 90s? And did you know then when she moved over to Guiding Light, did you have an interest to kind of follow her over there? I didn't know when she first went on Guiding Light, but somehow I found out. But I tried to watch it, but it interfered with... Uh, I was taping other things and like got it. Um, passions was still kind of fresh, so mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. We didn't have the convenience of 
I get it. DVR. Well, that was back when there was still like 10, 10 to 12 soaps on the air. Exactly. Yeah, it was hard. You really to had to pick which ones you wanted to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I, when I started doing the CBS soaps was when Luke came out of the closet. Yeah, and I found a way to record. I was like, oh, it's okay. I can watch the ABC one on SoapNet, so I will tape as the returns. Nice. <laughs> I very like briefly dipped into YNR in like the early 2000s because they had like teen characters that were comparable to like the day's characters. They had like a small mm-hmm. teen cast. Yep. So I would like record it and literally fast forward through the whole episode. And if I didn't see the teens, I just didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I was really into like JT and Colleen for a little bit. Oh, I remember JT and Colleen. Then multiple Colleens, but yeah, those two again, that was a popular pairing. Mm-hmm. I just like that he serenaded her. I thought that was really sweet. <laughs> well, one stormy night. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just being mean. <laughs> Well, Aaron didn't even know about Hope. He was like, who's Hope? <laughs> like For him, it was always Carly and Bo. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. When when she came back, my, I remember my mom being like, oh, no. Hope is, you know, Bo's first love. And, like, they were big in the 80s. I was like, all right, well, we in the 90s. Um, <laughs> get on the Carly and Bo train. That's funny. <laughs> there was this little web series that had... Um, was it the Grove? Is that what we watched with Chris, Crystal Lopez show? The one that we watched, the Grove. Yeah. Okay, she was a lesbian, but her first her first marriage was to the guy that played Bo. I don't remember his character's name, but I was like, oh, I'm getting a little bit of my Bo and Carly fantasy fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Also, Crystal Lopez was a lesbian. It was like a mechanic, and the. Ooh, I was like, I guess I'm kind of like <laughs> in the LGBTQ because I'm questioning some things. <laughs> I wonder if she, if Crystal Chappelle ever, I don't recall anyhow, her trying to transfer over into prime time because so many of those daytime stars did, you know what I mean? And it was, I could have seen her on Melrose Place or something like that um, in the later years because mm-hmm. that had such a long run and you know, eventually um, Billy went on to um, Melrose Place. And I'm trying to remember the actress, Hunter Tyler, that was on Bold and the Beautiful, was trying to get that role. And Actually, she had she had that role. She had it, yeah. and then they fired she got her. Pregnant. And she sued them, yeah. and she won. And, and then, ironically, um, Lisa Renna went on there and got the role, and she became pregnant right away, and then they wrote it in. So... Uh, it's just kind oh, of funny. Really? Murphy's lot. Yeah, she did. She got pregnant in real life and they wrote it in. So one of her two daughters, huh. she was pregnant during her time on Melrose Place. Nothing against Hunter Tyler. That's her name, right? Correct. Okay. Just, yeah. I just couldn't see her as Billy. Or <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> well, well, yeah, Taylor on Melrose Place. Yeah. Okay. Lisa Renna She plays Taylor on B&B also. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is why I'm confused. But I couldn't see anyone but Lisa Rinna playing Tyler. Yeah, I know. I mean, maybe that's how I would have well, felt. That's how Tyler would have got you know. So that's why it gets confusing with all these actors have kind of hopped all over, and I forgot that like Peter Raquel had left once before, 
versus what he was playing the role of Bo in this one stormy night, but he had been on Knott's Landing for a couple of years. And then he came back to Days of Our Lives. And then when he left again, I don't think he really did anything. And I think that's probably why they got the chance to get him back and they kicked Robert Kelker Kelly out for whatever reason. Yeah, because I think Robert Kelker Kelly had just signed a new contract. Well, and I think there was all years and then he signed a new one and then they got both. And they got hold back. You know, they got the character of Homeback, so they wanted that magic with the original bow. Um, Lisa Renner and Robert Kelker Kelly did not get along, and she's been very vocal about that. So I'm sure she was like, bye, when he left. So, um, A lot of the women had a few choice words about R- RKK, so yeah. he seemed to be a little bit handsy with the women. Mm. Well then, he, yeah, he should have been bye bye bye. <laughs> um. So yeah, what else happened in this episode? Well, oh, Isabella went off of the docks into the water. Has she survive? She that is was underwater. Kind of seeing that hand just holding on there, they sure focused on that quite a bit. I was interested, like. She stuck her hand out the window to try to make the windshield wiper work. Like, I'm like, girl. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> was she driving on the dock or was she driving on the edge of the road? Because I'm like, really, was it raining that hard that you're all of a sudden driving on a dock? Here's the thing with days that always confuses me. Like, they're talking about the pier. Like, we haven't seen the pier in forever. Okay. Because uh, it seems here lately they're reminding us they are landlocked. Because they are close to Chicago, but at a time they weren't always. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Must be part of that New Salem island somewhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. They obviously saved her because then she gave birth to Brady, and then died from like pancre- pancreatic cancer. Yeah, right? like eight months later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's why they killed her off because I feel like they couldn't really justify John and Marlena, like John cheating on Isabella. I was gonna say if he was to cheat on Isabella, I think people would have hated John. True, I I really, really do, because (laughs) just watching her, Oxy's oh she's so sweet. It's like it was kind of like a Carol Caroline from uh, the Bone and the Beautiful. I was like, oh, don't hurt, you know, you don't. You just feel for her. Let's see. I'll test your guys' memory. Who was the character of Marcus Hunter that they showed him in the opening credits, and I swear he had one line behind the hospital counter, and that was about it. He, um, I don't know too much about him. I know he's a doctor. Oh, that um, guy. I don't know. I don't know his character. It was blink and you miss it for him on there. And I was like, okay, well, I mean. Now that you mentioned that, I don't even remember seeing him. Maybe it was Um, because this was just like part of the storyline and they were just including the people that were a part of it because you had to continue on the next day to watch it. There was craziness happening at the hospital. So that's how they integrated him in there. But I was like, he had like one line and that was it. Okay. So that was interesting. I mean, I was, the, it was the same with uh, baby Michael Easton. Did you all catch that? <laughs> I did. And I was like, why is he here? <laughs> he wasn't doing much. And who was yeah, the actor was, that he was paired with? Because they were, they threw a couple sandbags and then they were kind of out of there too. 
Yeah, the girl that offered Carrie like a warm drink or whatever. Right. Her name is the actor is Shannon Sturgis. She was on Savannah. Okay. She was one of the main characters on that show. Um, that's all I know her from. Right. Hmm. And then oh, Crystal Chappelle, I believe, if I looked I read on her filmography, she was on One Life to Live in the mid nineties for a couple of years after days. How did I miss that? See, that's what I was wondering if she did that, if she had a little break from Guiding Light, like I talked about too, if that's when she was on One Life to Live. I remember. No, she was on One Life to Live first, which, so Days is in California. I wonder if One Life to Live brought her to New York and then she got Guiding Light mm -hmm. since she was well, in New York. That would make sense. That could be. She was probably from. <laughs> Not as memorable, maybe, on One Life to Live versus definitely very memorable on Guiding Light. So that was a good long stretch for her. Probably her longest one on a series. Yeah. There's a... a Guiding um, Light realized what they had. There's a YouTube channel that's posting random episodes of soaps. Um, Lynn, you and I have shared it with each other. Sure. Um, they have a play. They have a playlist that has this like <laughs> soap, soap, planet soap, and um, they talked about the buried alive, and they were like, "How does she not go to the bathroom? How did she eat? <laughs> like for well, how long was she the was point in point of her being locked up in there? Well, I mean, aren't John's blacks?" arms numb since he's been hanging upside down since the devil tied him up to that post. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that link that he's referring to, don't worry, Aaron, I'll, we'll okay. send it over so you can have a look. <laughs> I've shared stuff with you today. I'm just, I'm not trying to blow up their spot on live podcasting <laughs> i just know aaron's got so much to walk but watch but yet i talked to tommy and it's like he's like watching all the time he's like well i could squeeze a little bit of that in as i'm like trying to wind down in bed and i'm like wow he, he gets through it all it's funny i'm working on other stuff <laughs> i handle all the production and everything that's right I try. you got i try have you listed, well, you're doing. it's all good Thank God we uh, went live. Otherwise, he'd still have to edit the podcast. <laughs> I'd be exhausted. I'd have to use PTO time to <laughs> take off. Huh. I got to catch up on my podcast work. <laughs> but I really don't know what else to say about this. Do you guys have anything else to say? Crystal Chappelle did an absolutely marvelous, wonderful job. <laughs> and she better have won an Emmy. I can't remember if she has or hasn't. But if she hasn't got a day, I don't think Emmy, she did. I don't think she should. won Emmy's was on Guiding Light. Oh, but she has won? Yeah. I love sure. her, but I don't always keep up with awards. Okay. I was going to say, because <laughs> if not, we all need to pitch in some money and buy a replica Daytime Emmy Awards. It says Best Daytime Actress Ever. Like the one Candace has. Yes. <laughs> I, I agree. Know. I thought I've she did really well. I've just always liked her. Well, she's your like earliest. Day. She I is like my earliest daytime uh, like crush, I guess. 
I did like the dynamic, at least on this episode, between her and Larry, which I thought was a good chem test. And obviously there was something there since it turned into reality. When Bo called him Larry, all I could think of was Larry Welsh, though. And I was like... Okay, it threw me off that he called him Larry because I've... Did they always call him Lawrence? And RKK always called him Larry. I didn't know that Peter Ruckles also... Because I'm calling him what Bo called him. I heard Bo call him Larry, so I called him that, but I realized he probably went by Lawrence most of the time. If you notice, in my soap, there's a character named Lawrence. I'm pretty sure that's where it came from. I'm surprised it's not a Carly or a Katarina. So, we haven't got season two yet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> or a crystal. Or a crystal. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, what do you overall? So this was their first primetime parade. What did you think? If you had to rate it, do you want to give it a letter grade or do you want to give it like a one through five and give it a num- number grade? Uh, I'll do both. So I'd give it like a B plus. Okay, and a number grade, a four out of five. Okay. So saying with the number, letter grade, I was going to give it an A minus. And the only reason it gets the minus is because of the, huh? I said that's basically a B plus. (laughs) The only reason it gets the A minus is because for some reason, I just do not care for Jennifer. I've never cared for that character. Ever? I don't think so. Like, I was so happy when she left every time. I really liked her. But that that was a different Jennifer, though, wasn't it? No. She was re- when they recast her. Was she that not who? She she had at least two years with Peter before oh, okay. they recast. Okay, I can't remember. I remember the other girl just because she had the Rachel haircut. Um, yeah, she grew on me when I was rewatching the '90s. I was like, I'm gonna hate her. She's not the original Jennifer, but she. The '90s was weird with their recast because a lot of them were good. Mm-hmm. But it just felt like a different character that happened to be named Jennifer, or a different character. Oh that no, Jack! Jack is a great Jack is a great example. Jack and New Jack, totally different. It was like they but I did liked Mark Valley. Oh yeah, no, I like Mark Valley too. But I think they went with that version of Jack to compete with Peter, because mm-hmm. real Jack is a little bit more flamboyant, a little bit more just animated. Yes. Comedian, mm-hmm. you know, comedian, whereas Mark Valley wasn't really that type. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Mark Valley could have played the could have played Peter in some sense. I remember See, them me, being Robert, very much alike. Robert Kelker Kelly's bow and Billy are a great couple, but the minute they got Peter Reckle back, it had to be Bone Hole. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I think both bows had chemistry with Crystal. I remember when Crystal came back in the 2000s, I never rooted for a couple to get divorced as much as I did for Bo and Hope. Wow. Because <laughs> you wanted Bo and... Carly together. When she moved in the house, I was like, 
was like, bye, Hope. <laughs> Don't mess with CC. His love runs deep, that's for certain. <laughs> I know it's the same as um, the only time I hated anything her character did was when they put her with he who shall Don't not be it. named. <laughs> Daniel Jonas. That was the worst decision they ever made there. Gotcha. Hmm. They were going through writing problems at that time too, weren't they? And getting a lot of grief. I feel like they were. And I feel like they're in a hard place to grow too. Yeah. That's tough. That's true. You know whose name I saw in the credits? Writing? Or, well, he was an executive producer, I think, Tom Langan. And he was the head writer when they had the whole last blast, like Philip, Chloe, Belle, Sean, like when they mm-hmm. were teenagers. So I was like, oh, he was around for a while before. Hmm. I miss him. I feel like I haven't seen his name since he left these like 20 years ago. <laughs> oh, wow. Maybe. How... I don't know, but Crystal Chappelle needs to come back on days. It's time. <laughs> This I don't know. Is she, is she in the middle of a project right now, or do we know what she's got going well, I, on? I feel like this is why I like her, because she and I are so much alike. She always has a project going on. She's, she's making like, a podcast oh. and writing a story? Per the email she sent me, um, <laughs> he's currently, <laughs> she's currently getting ready to film season seven of Venice. Oh, really? Yeah. Wouldn't that be yeah. something? And her and Nora from one left to live. I can't think of what her real name is. Do some oh, like you're uh, right. Hillary Bailey Smith. Yes. 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 They do something. Like a cooking show, right? Mm-hmm. You're right. They do that. And yes. I have seen some of that promoted on Twitter and stuff. So she's busy. If she's looking to get into producing audio dramas, I have a one she can produce. <laughs> That's right. If she's looking for a few more gays for Venice, you know, we're available. <laughs> what is, have you guys watched Beacon Hill? Because that's something that she's... No, but I want I want to. It looks really good. From 2014 to 2020, that's what she was busy with, too. She was on she, there. She is on there. I, th- I don't think it's done either. No. They took a break. They did like a season and then they took like a four or five year break and then they came back for a second season. Sure. I want her to revisit the Grove. I that was like, I feel like that was a failed pilot because nothing ever came 2013. You're right. That was like, I thought it was a TV movie and that was probably used as a pilot, but. Well, I need her to go back to it because. It ended with a few cliffhangers, so. Mm-hmm. It was just it was a dysfunctional family, which is something I relate to so much. And I just need more of it. Have you seen it, Lynn? I have not. So the opening scene is it's her and the actress that played her, um, Jessica Lecce, I think her name is, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. played her girlfriend on one on Guiding Light. Okay. And they're about to get married and they're fighting because... I don't know, she was late to something, and apparently she drinks a lot. And so her girlfriend's hiding behind the door, and she's like, I know you're drunk, and she has a drink in her hand. She's like, no, I'm sober as a judge. And the way she said it, it was just like a great line delivery. That's where we felt felt she made us question our sexualities. Gotcha. 
<laughs> girl, I don't not to objectify. Girl, look good. So she'll be in, she'll be in something. I'm sure that we'll catch some eyeballs here pretty soon. We're actually next week going to cover season one of Venice. Are you cool? And by accident, I happened upon another web series she did that I didn't never even heard of, which was it's called, it's called The Inn. It's a little supernatural. Okay. She did. I think she did two seasons. They're literally five episode seasons, and the episodes oh, wow. are no longer than five minutes. Right. Wow. Never even heard of it. I was looking for a German soap opera for John, (laughs) and that came (laughs) out. I was like, what? (laughs) We we don't just keep it to the States. We're international. You bet. That's awesome. Well, John had asked me to find a German soap opera because he speaks German and he wanted to like brush up on it. And I was like, ooh, John wants to watch a soap? Find him one. Find him (laughs) one. Get him wrapped in. Roped in, whatever. I thought he was getting hooked on Young and the Restless, or that didn't happen. Oh, no, no. Knox Landing is what he's hooked on. Good. Good we just have Good. It. We got to keep watching. <laughs> didn't he also have comments about Bold when you were watching it? Well, yes. When I was watching classic Bold, he he enjoys Bold and Young and the Restless more than he does Days, just because I think it's more gra- like it's more real. Gotcha. Yeah. Because something will be happening. I'm like, John, come here. Come here. Like, watch. It's Marlena as the devil doing something. Like when she did her (laughs) laugh. I rewound it and said, John, come here. Or when she was like um, going from different places in the room, in the Mm -hmm. chapel. Mm -hmm. I was making him watch it. But he had comments about Bold and Beautiful (laughs) because so funny. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. Mm -hmm. 49 minutes. A lot of Crystal Chappelle love. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow we're talking about the Netflix Soap Eastsiders, which stars Van Hansis. I think that's how you say his name from Mm -hmm. As the World Turns. Correct. Mm -hmm. And... Next week, we're going to be covering Venice season one and the the soap opera I happen to come across. (laughs) So, from what you guys are basically going on a Crystal Chappelle month long love fest, (laughs) have you guys reviewed any of Venice or are you starting with the first season and this will be the first time? The first 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 time. time. Okay, gotcha. We've talked about it like kind of here and there. Gotcha. Cool. Very good. But, yep. All right, guys. Tune in tomorrow night at 8 p.m. for Eastsiders. 7 Central. If you haven't already, subscribe, like, donate to at Queers and Soaps. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.